Now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. The rhythm of the forge hammers draws our heroes closer to the northern district of the cavern. Of the nine missing expedition members, only three have been found, and time is running short. Their next discovery looms over the center of the abandoned city, and with it comes the promise of rescuing Sunny Novello. But what else lurks in the darkened windows of this towering fortress? Their secrets galore, and I guarantee that they'll blow your fucking mind. Welcome to the Spellcast. brought me to a boss fight and told me, stand in the puddle, you'll be fine, you won't die to Terra Flare, we'll protect you with all these buffs, and I died to Terra Flare. <laughs> I'm sure they were laughing the whole time. No, 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 I did the math, I did the math, apparently I was supposed to have 100% damage mitigation. I died! <laughs> good haul, guys, good haul. So yeah, so we rounded up to 20 on Bright Boyer. Oh my god. Bull. Technically, bolts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah, they, they, uh, they're too small to be fired out of the boat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My sweat and blood are in those. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Hopefully, they will be in the enemy. They might be flammable at this point. Mm-hmm. Want to test it? <laughs> they're fire retardant, but with my blood on them, they might be. Uh... <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> One pound. Of... And you guys also have time to recover the mules. Yeah. Two mules with all the equipment and stuff. Samuel. <laughs> Um, Wait, what happened to Pickles? Pickles, Pickles is with Pickles you. He's you. Not he guarded us. Pickles hey. is living his dream. Living the dream. Pickles. He was the reason why you guys could have a, a very peaceful short rest. Thanks. I mean, that's that's why I give you a guard dog because you like you took the risk of the surprise, and so the gift is a dog. Pickles. Hey, Pickles. <coughs> Pickles is the best. He is amazing. He is. <laughs> I wonder if we can like like tie the bolts to his paws or something. <laughs> <laughs> Would they be better than his claws already? Fashion him a little armor with the <laughs> mount the crossbow on his back. Oh my god. <laughs> no, no, just just cover him like in unbreakable bolts. Just cover him in Look at Porkin going. Oh my gosh. Okay. A pork right, moving on. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next meme. <laughs> Next meme. So yes. So I expect yes. fan art. I expect fan art now of pickles. <laughs> pickles the porcupine. Um, we're just gonna get it. We're just gonna get a, a wait, fan art wait, of drill bits. Wait, what, what breed? What breed is is, is he? He's a golden retriever. Oh, I thought he was a mastiff. Uh, I thought he was a mastiff. He was a mastiff. Did I say mastiff? You said mastiff. English mastiff. As big as a mastiff. English mastiff. English mastiff. Let's say English mastiff. So 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 he can't be a porcupine. No. He's big dog. That, that, big yeah. dog. He used to uh, use the crossbows to make him like a collar, like a spike collar. Thank <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Can he be our mascot? Sure. With, with the crossbow. Sure. So yes, Jer, you feel like there's enough equipment here that you could make something, but it might take a while. Yep. But you could make something. 
I don't get that until level six. <laughs> yes, or if you're looking for. Yeah, I, I'm looking at this and it's like, oh, the binding. Beast. I need to. I need to read this. Uh, um, you guys, you guys, be smart. I'm gonna look at animals. <laughs> okay. So, right, so we, we've got our, we've our salvaged our supplies back and everything. Mm-hmm. Axe beak. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Sorry. Um, so then you want to scout further ahead to that. Is the Is everyone with us? Yeah. Like, yeah. Everyone's with you, and also where you at in where you are at in the center of the market, uh, you can see. We're here on the other side of this aqueduct, this stone aqueduct that seems to be cutting the large market area in half, where you can see stone kiosks sort of set up for uh, you know dwarves to like come and like display their goods to sell them. You can see across there the the large structure that. Sunny described as a fortress. And you can see that there's appears to be a bridge, but it's weird because there's a big the chains. So let me see that map. You can see the, the chain that he's talking about that appears to be a bridge. There is a, a hump of like a what seems to be a housing of something that the chain is sticking into. I see. That like raises, securing, mm-hmm, like. securing it. And then you can see the ridge of the chain that's sticking up. And you realize these chains are fucking massive. From afar, even that distance, you can tell these chains are probably, so so imagine a link, this is a link. The distance between here and here is about 100 feet. Okay, all right, so that's actually good because that means that the, the metal is probably big enough that it's gonna be somewhat maybe porous and weathered. It, it, like, it won't just be, Hopefully, it won't just be like smooth. We'll we'll have to be we'll have to be sure that we can find a place for like the mules and stuff because we're not gonna be able to get them up there, right? You can see that there is uh, there are two portals on on either side of the center of this of this housing, and you can kind of see oh, through them the chains. So the chains might actually be bridges. Is that kind of what the? Mm-hmm. That's what he said. Gotcha. I thought. Uh, I, mean, I guess there's always plenty of rope. Like like they may have been designed. Not just as chains, but also as bridges. They, not just like, here's some chains, use them like a bridge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I will take some of our rations and give it to, you know, give it to the injured dwarf and just be like, you're, you're going to need your strength. Dude, thank you. He looks them over, make sure they are not weird food to him. Snips it and like nibbles it and he realizes it's not bad. And so he's <coughs> eating. Why would we give you bad food? <laughs> He, he's he, he's a dwerger, so the stipulation here is dwerger are dwarves that have grown up in the Underdark, and they are not generally friendly with other dwarves. Mm. Uh, they're very, very secluded. In fact, a lot of dwerger tend towards evil alignment. Okay. Uh, oh. You don't know about this guy. He seems okay. Uh, I'll kind of joke him, like, uh, the poison f- food's on the other mule. <laughs> he, he, he gives a little giggle. He appreciates that, and then he like rips his 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 ribs because you know laugh too hard. Sorry, glares up at you a little bit, but uh, it's okay. He shall be fine. Yeah. So you guys head towards the the big fortress center. Yeah. Uh, do you want the 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 rest of the non not your party that came in here with you to follow you or where? Wait. Oh, I'd rather them wait back in case of anything. It, yeah. It might actually be a good idea for them to. Stay, Stay put. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they do. Um, um, in fact, let's before we go anywhere, let's try and find like 
somewhere they can bunk, hunker we could, down. Like, we could we could have them hunker down like that like area that we came through in the beginning, like with the big giant stone door, like that maze kind of thing. Mm, co- close to the exit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the sally port, because it might be very hard for the constructs to notice the sally port. That's not. What bad. kind of not signal could it. they use if they're in danger? Do do uh, we'll go ahead first. Sorry. Hero Hero talks about the the Morris's code. <clears throat> says she might could do the same deal flash the structure if there's any trouble. She might not be able to send a complicated message. Okay, but you can't use my mirror. You have to use something else. She says she'll figure out. She picks up She picks up uh, a piece of the metal uh, off the ground and, like, wipes it with her paw, the back of her paw, and, like, it's kind of shiny underneath. Perfect. So, yeah. Done. Do, do uh, wow. Roland and Lilith want to stay behind to protect them? I mean, our, our, our whole they, mission is to get them out, right? Yeah, but they... You get the impression that they are now more interested in coming with you since the existence of snake people has been expressed in this in this weird uh, lost urban city deal. Okay, so, so we're going to have the... <clears throat> civilians or you know were these part of the excavation crew yes yeah. yes so we're gonna have them by where we entered yes so basically if they if anything goes wrong mm-hmm. what I think they should do is book it out the mm-hmm. way we came in mm-hmm. and leave some kind of, of indicator for us that things went wrong okay um, so so you want them to set up like a little base camp for you guys yeah there okay yeah cool. but like but if, if you know if they get attacked or if it looks like more of those magical armor suits mm-hmm. are coming by or something, then they should just leave. Got it. We'll do. That that is expertly delayed. Perfect. You guys head up towards the uh, big large structure? We do. It takes takes you a little bit, not not uh, uh, like five, ten minutes walking if you're walking carefully. And you reach and it's us five, right? <clears throat> the seven of you with Lilith and oh, yeah, that's right. Pickles. Yes. And and Pickles. I guess unless you want Pickles, pickles. to stay with them. No, Pickles. No, Pickles is coming. Okay, Pickles is coming. <laughs> um, and you reach the housing of the one end of the chain. And there are two portals. Uh, there's two symbols above the portals. And they're different. They resemble arrows. One's pointing upwards, one's pointing downwards. If you look through both of them, you can see all the way to the other side. It's a bridge bridging this gap between this fortress and the ledge that you are on. And the chain seems very taut. There are also chains of equal size coming from the ceiling of the cavern to the top edge of this lugnut-shaped fortress. It's very tall, by the way. And they seem taut as well, uh, or at least a little bit slack. Like, they can come in and out of these huge chambers. Which which side do you choose, left or right? Um, you said one had an arrow, like, going up and one down. Mm-hmm. I, I would just assume the one going up means, yeah. like... Can I go in? Like, yeah. these, these are the portals, right? Yeah. Can we just, like, throw, like, something in there real quick? Sure. Throw, like, a torch, like, through the portal? Nothing happens. Well, I, well actually, throw a torch through a portal. It, it kind of rolls up, no matter which one you throw it in. Uh, it kind of rolls up, and that kind of rolls back, and you hear clattering of the torch. Sort of, like, clatter, like, underneath something below your feet. Hmm. 
in the Wait, up. Wait, is that what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The torch sort of, you hear it rolling, the, like that physical yeah, so, cylindrical so structure. It, it rolled back under it, the floor. It rolled like, back under the floor. Yeah. Okay, so right. so we, we threw a thing, and there's uh, we hear we hear that it landed. Yeah, there, there's, some, yeah. there's some kind of, of opening beneath, like probably where the chain goes down would be my guess. Mm-hmm. So, oh, go and investigate just to... Sure. It, it doesn't matter which portal you walk into, nothing happens. You can investigate the floor. And you can see with your dark vision that the housing of the chain connects first when you reach the bridge. You can see that there are plates, flat metal plates, bridging the gaps in the chain. Mm-hmm. And because if it was a normal link, you would have these holes in it where you could fall through. There seems to be a floor-like structure laid on one side. Oh, but only on one side. Only on one side because there's no need for it to be on the other side. As you look down in the housing beneath your feet, you can see that there are many lengths of chain of equal size going further deeper into the mountain. And you can also see what looks like a system that ratchets it back so or the chains forward. move. The chains can't move. Does the housing itself move? Or no, the, the housing seems anchored into the side of the this chasm. So it, it does it look like something that could pull that centerpiece yes because you notice as you look down there is what seems like a riverbed dried up i should say dried up riverbed way down at the bottom and the whole structure is only hanging from these chains it's anchored floating in the center Uh, i'll I'll kind of relay that you know quietly Mm -hmm. the others but like it actually looks like we could bring the that island to us Bitchin. I think it would probably be better if we if we went, given that this is a stealth operation now. But. And you can see that there are other chain housings along the chasm. You can right now currently see only two others, and you can see the makings of one because of where you're standing over here. <coughs> but you can rightly assume that they all can pull the structure. I wonder if those arrows are buttons. I'd rather not move it because yeah. it might make a lot of noise. Yeah, exactly. You can also yeah, see a door. Stealthily. You can also see a door on your on your. If you went in the left side, it would be a door on your right. If you went on the right side, a door on your left. <laughs> Check it out. <coughs> yeah, you can open it. Okay. Immediately, it's a small hallway, five foot wide, with stairs that lead going up. Go probably to the upstairs <clears throat> chains. Not to the upstairs chains. There's yeah. no way, there's no connection. The chains are oh, the, the, oh. like hundreds of feet above. To, to an upstairs, like, to an upstairs part of the level. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which may be where the controls are. Both of them Let's go, go up. see. Okay. You, yeah. yeah. So you two head up, and when you reach the top of the stairs, it's an open room, and you can see there's some scrolls sort of on a table to the left. It's a small-ish room, and in the center, just, just there, is this stone lever, and it's in the middle, and it, you can see it can either go forward or backwards. No, well, there's your control. <clears throat> you said there were scrolls? Mm-hmm. Are they, are they like really old? They're that same, ain't, they're very old, yes, and they look like, from what you can see, if you were just looking at them, it's the same ancient dwarven thing. Do you think if we touch them, they disintegrate? That's, I'm, I'm worried. I don't know if they're quite as old as what was in the temple, but this place is pretty old. This is great. Right, but dwarves built things to last. <laughs> Salty. Audience, if you could sad. just see Pierre's face when he said it, mm-hmm. No, the the viewers don't want to see my face. Period. Period. Uh, point of word. Yeah, just because I'm doing this research. Um, it's uh, the the feature says take the beasts 
the game statistics. Mm -hmm. Does that include the abilities? Because some of them are like swallow a dude and it takes three d six acid damage at the start of the things. And like yes. ostensibly, I could build a thing to do that, but like yes, oh yes, it takes all of the statistics. It makes you a carbon mechanical copy of it. Oh, oh, oh fuck. Back to the lab again, boys. <laughs> Bronx is just spending this whole time like drawing out schematics. <coughs> yeah. I can build a toad that can do acid damage by swallowing a thing. Please do this. I mean, I could also build a great eagle or a giant octopus. Oh my god. The giant scorpion is challenge rating three, unfortunately. unfortunately. But if I could, then I would be building something that can make something take 22 or 40, 10 damage on a failed save. Poison damage. Just mm -hmm. fucking... Ah! Bitches and hoes, man. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we'll come back down and, uh, well, shall we? There's another... Well, what about the... <coughs> both doors light up? Because you said there was one on the uh, left that had a right door and one on the right that had a door on the left. Yeah, so they, 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 yeah it, it, okay. it, it's a double door, double way in. Also, I should be able to note, you can see that intermittently placed immediately to the right of this housing because when you get up to the control room it's like a little balcony right you can look out you can see there you can also have direct line of sight to the other two balconies uh, or four-ish balconies <coughs> of the other chain housing you can see uh, just direct line of sight oh, you can also see there are a few other structures three within your immediate uh, one on way far on your left and <coughs> Two on your right, or I would say, yes, two on your right, and they seem to be at the corners. They seem to be, you know how I love that, six sides and six corners? Well, the chain housings are on the sides, and then these other structures are positioned along the corners as best they can, except for where the ravine cuts through and you can't do it. And these are towers, and they have in front of them these arm-looking things. Uh, you can see at the top, they're sort of uh, shaped like like us, like, like a U. But it's a structure. That looks like think of a row of staples. It looks like a row of staples attached to chains that are attached to this tower. And at the bottom of this row of sta staples, like structure, like a duct, like a like a viaduct of sorts that's been raised up, is a hinge. These towers can lower these things. And you can see at the bottom of the structure of this fortress, there are insets in the fortress corners that look like they could be doorways of sorts, but they're shut now. Oh, I see. So these are these are like like little bridges that would lower down? Mm-hmm, that would lower down. So if you brought the thing close enough? Or or they could actually reach straight. They look like they could, they're telescopic. Like if you lowered down and you open the door, it would slide into where the door opened. It would act as sort of a bridge, maybe? Interesting. Mm-hmm. A bridge for people or whatever. People. I wonder why they set it up this way. Were there any windows in the room that you guys were in with the lever? Uh, you said just that one giant balcony. Just yeah, giant you could balcony. see like the other levers, presumably so that they could coordinate. Oh, that's props. So you need someone in all of them to maybe make the thing. Right, right. Because if you if you're only moving one chain, the oh, others are oh, yeah, one they're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> then I guess we're gonna cross the chains, aren't? Okay. Doesn't look like there's much of an option. Not one that we want to take. <laughs> so you can. So as you're crossing the chains, you see another flash from one of the windows in the in the face that you're at. Rot. What does that mean? What does it mean? It means, hang on, I'm coming to unbar the doors. Oh. What's the order that we're that we're going across the chain? 
I'll go first. Uh, Ronk is useless. I'll go third. Ronk is just. I'll go in the middle. Right. I'll, I'll stick behind Savara. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's an annotated list, like. <laughs> so, so yeah, you guys head across the trains, and it's it's a, not drafty. It's not drafty. You can see far across the chasm, in both directions. The chasm sort of cuts off abruptly in both directions now that you're sort of crossing it you can and you're in a position where you can kind of see well at least down further in the chasm just sort of cuts off like it doesn't have a natural jagged edge to where mm. it just ends just sort of like there's a wall of stone there weird interesting um and also you can see that the riverbed sort of ends there too so like these were artificially created blockages no it's part of the it's part of the top cavern or at least what you can assume to be part of the, uh... It's very strange, it's though. It's very strange. It's very strange. Uh, we, like, it wouldn't occur naturally like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're crossing, and you get to the edge, and you can see that the chains are anchored solidly, solidly into this big, huge fortress. And you can see these huge metal double doors with dwarves on them. Very much uh, warriors, you know, armed and armored. Uh, just sort of facing you. Uh, looks like it's a door meant to withhold a withhold and keep enemies out. And you're there for like a minute, and then you hear these ratcheting and such, and then these doors slowly ratcheting open, both of them, to reveal Sonny Novella. He's a, he's kind of a he's kind of a short little dude, though, like five five ish, you know, just kind of flaming hair, human arms crossed, little fire mustache. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey. Hey, how's it going? Good to see you guys. Finally got here. Like, Jesus, I've been I waiting for like... I did not expect like, this. like fucking hell. Why didn't you girl. expect this? I Just did not like, expect <laughs> You guys nearly got your asses chewed up over there. Yeah, did you, you miss the whole reference? <laughs> yeah. Have I ever seen uh, someone like this before? Like a human with flaming hair? And... No. No, this is... I this am is... in... Ah. Are you just jaw drop? Yes. Listen, honey, plane of fire. Lots of lots of stuff. Don't worry about it. The fire can not see. It's uh, it's okay. You know, just plain touch. That's all it is. Shall we head inside? Okay. She's <laughs> freaking me out. Yeah, come on in. I, you, this you, is stuff. She was the one that was talking to you earlier. Yeah, I kind of get it. It happens all the time. Don't worry Does about it? it. Yeah, I thought you know. It's the feel. It's whatever you know. People want to know. You know, listen, listen. Things. No, I think so, I, I, does everyone with with hair like yours talk like you? No, it's a, it's a wait. No, no. <laughs> it's the regional thing. You know. It's a Jersey thing. It's a Jersey thing. Savara's <laughs> <laughs> literally gonna follow him anywhere that he walks. So immediately when you get inside, you can tell this place is built to be a fortress. What's interesting though is when you get inside and he starts leading you like around. You're walking kind of in a circle, in a curve. Hmm. What's interesting is the wall, the inner wall, is smooth, almost round as you're walking along. The outer walls have this sort of lug nut-like hexagonal feature on it, on them. Uh, and there's not much, there's not much decoration. Every once in a while, you can see this huge, this huge vault-like door with like a, with like a screw lock, you know. Mm-hmm. on the inner wall and it's curved and it, it's shut Sonny just sort of he's trying to walk you around takes you to the second floor where he set up a sort of just little area for him and then he tells you oh you know uh, I set up uh, I could watch the whole city from up here you know I just go up top 
to uh, this fourth floor to this place, by the way, and you can see that the that the floors are like really tall. You know, there seems to be like a bunch of offices quarters and things. Mostly, it looks like I, I, I don't know. There wasn't uh, like it wasn't a palace or nothing like that. Like no importance really supposed to like live here. It looks like there's supposed to be just like stations. It's actually kind of weirdly empty. You know, I mean, this is a very defensible structure. I don't know why why it's not really furnished or anything. What, what was that word? Furnished. What? You know, with with like beds and stuff. Furnished. Just as Hazel say this. Yeah, furnished. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is this is in the center of the city. Yeah, it's center of the city. How did you wind up here? I ran away from you, man. Bunch of things chasing me, you know, ghouls and stuff. Shit, I don't want to fuck with that. Well, that's probably why <laughs> it is the way it is. If there were uh, an invasion, then this is where they would fall back to. Yeah, thank the fucking brass sea of brass if that's the way it is, huh? I mean, that still doesn't answer why it's not furnished. They had to run here and stay here for a while. They... I did find some interesting, uh, some interesting stuff in like one of the more important looking rooms. If you wanna, if you wanna check that out. I think I've got it cracked. You know, sure. You want to look at it? Yeah, you know, take a look at it. Just you know, Pierre. He, 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 you can get that uh, he rambles. Lead the way. No, please continue to ramble. Yes. <laughs> there will be at least like four minutes here where he's like, you know, we could you know go over there, take a look, and and Hal's like, yes, absolutely, let's do that. <laughs> Just, yeah, that'd be great. As you're walking. Yeah. <laughs> So he Just takes you to this room. Sunny, Sunny, I was the one who taught talked to you with Morse code. By Morris, the way, Morris's. Morris's. Morris's code. Thank you, Ron. I just learned it. Listen, babe, sorry. I got like three other girls back in like four other cities. I'm it's, just really excited. Three other girls in four other cities? What? One likes to move around a lot. It's I, I just really like your hair, dude. Like, he may be lying. <laughs> I just really like your hair. Wait, wait, wait. Is she, is she a carriage Yeah, I was born this way. You know? she you carriage were born that way? Yeah. Yo, can I be born that way? That's not how life works, sweetie. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hey, Lilith, do you want flaming hair? <laughs> Lilith takes a long sigh. Run, you laughing the, out loud. It has the face of someone who is both, who is both amused and amused that you are not knowledgeable of such things. And is both tired of the amazement of people who are not knowledgeable of such things. So, like a big sister. Yes, like a big sister. As far as we, the only children, know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Um, he takes you up to this room. You're, you pass through armories and um, junk stations and just junk and storage rooms and such. And while you're there, it, I should note that there is a lot of mining equipment and like oddly enough a lot of hammering anvil smithing equipment and things and there are these large chain links not not as large as the chains that are connecting the obviously they wouldn't fit at this place these large chain links and no matter where you are you are going there seems to be only that one vault door to get deeper into this fortress which is like really fucking fucking thick Right, it's supposed to be wide. It's a it's it's a dwarf fortress. Yeah, dwarf fortress. It's a. Any care? Just out of curiosity, are there any like you said? There's like like blacksmithing stuff. Are there are there mm. any like uh, ropes, straps, anything? Oh yeah, oh yeah, they're there. 
Well, there, there are ropes and straps and things. So we can, we can. Am I essentially familiar with everything then? Essentially, it seems we oddly specialized. Not, it's not blacksmithing stuff for weapons or mm-hmm. tools we so much it. as it is for like these chains and like weird bardings and strappings and like stone masonry stuff. So, so I could relate to them that they weren't making weapons with this. The Sonny's like, well. I don't know if they were making more than one weapon, but I think they were making something. The sort of like, uh, follow me. He takes you to this room, and on this room is this table, and laid out these diagrams. There's a lot of like numbers and things on, them. and it's you can see this map, and you can see on this map it's a map of a continent. You are not familiar with this continent. Is this fuck off continent? Like, it's <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Can I can I roll to be familiar with this continent? Sure, roll to be familiar with the continent. <clears throat> Why not make a history check? Nineteen. You are not familiar with this continent, but judging how old the place is, you are familiar with this theory that some weird way out there sages and scholars have mm-hmm. deduced that the land could move. Land move? Land How ridiculous. Move. How ridiculous, yes. That that maybe over time the land itself changes its shape and some lands break apart from one another and some lands like collide, collide like into it. each other and like move around over the surface of the planet. Yeah. So, and yeah. Sand, sand, so sand and rocks so find it's supposed to be like a pangea. So we're, saying, uh, so we're saying that the continents bang. Yeah. They'll bang, okay. <clears throat> and make baby mountains. Yes. Baby mountains. And someone way out in the fringes of this did some weird puzzle piecing. He Barbie and Ken some continents together. Yes. <laughs> Barbie and Ken some continents together and drew up this picture of what he thought the world looked like way, 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 way long ago. And that's this continent, this drawing here. Like, I recognize this as the historical drawing, or I recognize it as resembling that historical drawing that I've You, re- you resemble it. You res- Here you go. It was, on the f- it was on the front cover of one issue of The Eye of the Beholder tabloid that was trying to show it oh. as actual news. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because they just wanted a really catchy story about this crazy scientist or, like, sage. That makes sense. Scholar. Yeah, so there you go. Wrong you recognize it exactly from that. Oh. Recognizes it exactly from that. Well, that's something I never expected to see ever again. Mm-hmm. That is only really a theoretical place. That could be... Can I recognize, like, the shapes of coastlines as parts of other shapes of coastlines? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's a theoretical proto-continent before they broke up many, 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 many times many, many, many years ago. So, but this is not as old as that continent this is just uh like this we don't know we, we we don't know how old this place is okay like this could be like a lost era i don't i don't i don't know i can't age wait does that mean this can dwarves tell the age of stone <laughs> like stonework wait it is the it, did we did we no, take orders no he's not with us why did we ask him? you he could broken ribs. maybe you wait you might do? be able to uh signal him yeah from the window. He does roll, apparently know more as anything code. Since he's like with weird, a weird space organization or whatever. Right, right. Uh, Roland, what do you know about this fucking place that you're telling us, you fuck? All right. He he points at the he points at this this place that's marked on this table, which has a map, which is carved out of stone, by the way. And there's like a little a mountain, 
a very specific looking mountain that seems to be marked. And he points out these dotted lines that are carved into the stone from this one mountain to various points around this map. And along the lines, there are what look like symbols very similar to dwarven numbers. In fact, they're almost one for one dwarven numerical uh, values. So he points out these are numbers. What do they mean? Are they like, are they distances? Can I... Or are they times? Are they times? Can I gather anything from the format of the numbers? Well, yeah. The longer lines have bigger numbers, the shorter lines have smaller numbers. Probably not uniform dates or times. Latitude, mm-hmm. longitude? Well, no, That those would also be sort of uniform format. Like, if, if some are actually... If some numbers are actually larger than others, I would presume those... Since uh, we can read what the numbers would be, yeah, right, yeah. Um, is there any way to like? They're in the hundreds and the, the thousands. Is, is there any way like thumbnail and like with some guesstimating of what an actual scale for this map would yeah. be? Mm-hmm. Uh, assume that they're distances and figure mm-hmm. out a point from which all those distances make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I do that? Yeah, you can. Do I do that? Yes, you do. What do I do? <laughs> you, you're, you're able to. You're able to like just just pick up a like take one of the lines and yeah. just guess. All right, this. If this num- one of the lines has exactly one of the lines has exactly ten little spaces, yeah. and that equates to brilliantly uh, a even number. Okay. And so you're able to figure out a scale from okay. that. Okay. And you're able to accurately, correctly guess that these are distances from it's from that from the from the the, the dot the, 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 the dot the yes. mountain from the mountain dot yes okay because that's where all these lines are coming from right so yeah distances to this Sonny's like yeah. That's exactly what I thought too, and then he fishes out. He fishes out this scroll, and um, he lays it out. These over here, these distances, and he shows you all of the bunch of math on this big sheet of long scroll. They've been plugging these into formulas, and these formulas have come out to. I don't know what these words mean, but I can tell that this is a weight for for something. I don't, I, I don't know what. Uh, but uh, something else is odd here. And he walks over and he opens the door, and behind the door is a, a kind of an alchemy lab. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he brings out this flask. Okay, I'm I'm holding it away from my head. Okay. And there's a powder in the flask. Okay. Should I indict the powder? No, no, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. He pours he pours out a little bit, a little bit in a loose pile on the stone map table. He's like, okay, oh, on toots. the table. Yeah. Okay, let's light it up. I make a grand gesture and be as flourishy as I possibly can to show off my theatrics, and mm-hmm. then I there's there's a there's like a from the powder mm-hmm. that seems to be ignitable. Um. Okay. So gunpowder. Black powder. This is what I use to blow up stuff. Now tell me why the whole room back there is full of it. Is that door still open? Yeah, I'm gonna close that door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> in fact, in fact, can are let's they go. mining into the mountain more so than they would be originally? Oh, I no, don't. No, I'm think, not a smart woman. I'm oh, not gonna lie to you guys a, here. I don't think this is a mining operation. Let's go back down to that big vault door. Let me show you something interesting. This is seemingly so, more of a big detonation device. Well, so how? So you've you've been in the in the storeroom with the powder. How how much would you actually say? Like, what kind of damage are we talking about here? Oh, it isn't prepackaged. It's all 
it's all loose and it's all right, buried. right, right. But yeah. if, if you did yeah. use all of it, oh, that's not the powder I'm worried about. Noted. Okay. He takes you down to the vault. He unscrews, and it takes a long time to unscrew this door. Is it because he's short? It's because he's short, <laughs> but also because it's super secure. Like this is the 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 deepest the uh the deepest bars for any vaulted door you've ever seen like fuck and pulls it open and you can see a gigantic empty space about the size of this whole center of this love nut drawing here oh no fuck this no this i'm out it's, no it's no, no. 500 it's, it's a 500 foot wide circular space and it's open at the top and as you look in you're looking at the curved surface of this cracked stoned chained together surface there's chains draping across there's big huge boulders like in there some of its chunks of a building in there and he says don't you um take a big old whiff in the end you can all smell the same scent of the sulfurous black powder, and it is all up in this room. Hey folks, it's Adam here. I hope you're enjoying the episode. Just going to cut right in and get to some announcements and some things I want to tell you about, and then we're going to get to the results for our last little poll we had. So first of all, I want to tell you about some RPG character journals that a fan of our show uh, associated with Crit for Brains, that's Crit for Brains, on Kickstarter. They just started a new little project. It's called RPG Character Journal. You can find them. Uh, right now, they are they have met their goal, and so I guess they should be starting now. But what these are, these are little pocket-sized uh, notebooks. They say, it's time for you to upgrade your character sheet. Your RPG character should be more than a few pieces of printer paper shoved in a folder or crumpled in the bottom of your backpack. The mighty deeds of your favorite character deserve to be chronicled and kept. This character notebook contains everything you need for game night, and it looks pretty awesome too, and they do. They have some nice little pictures. These are little pocket-sized notebooks. Document your character's adventures in this pocket-sized journal, which contains a character sheet, spellbook, and PC sheet and inventory list, as well as pages for sketches, maps, and campaign notes. The book is laid out so the important information, hit points, armor class, attacks, is right in the front. Easy to find. We're gamers, and we know your character is more than just hit points and strength modifiers. That's why every book has pages for your doodles, your campaign notes, your maps, your loot, and everything else you need to track when you're playing your favorite RPG. So I think you should go check it out again. That's on Kickstarter RPG Character Journal by Crit for Brains. And we want to thank Kevin Coffee, who I believe is associated with Crit for Brains uh, and is one of the uh, people heading up this Kickstarter for informing us about that. These look really cool. I, I love neat, easy to carry, portable, in my hand things uh, for my games. I do. Uh, I, I love that better than the digital stuff. I just think there's, there's something uh, more easily editable about such things. Another quick announcement we have is, yes, we are going to be at Anime Next coming up in Atlantic City from June 8th to the 10th. I believe we're checking in on the 7th uh, right before the uh, the whole convention starts. And we're going to be there. 
and it's going to be fun. And we're excited. Um, I believe Pierre's going to be there. Gerald's going to be there. I'm going to be there. Kelsey's going to be there. I think that's it. I think that's all of us that are going to be at the convention. And, 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 and check it out. Check it out on the other news of conventions. We're also going to be at PAX Unplugged coming up in Philly. That's right. We're going to be there. Uh, we're probably going to run some games. You could probably find us with our uh, banner, maybe, or whatever. Uh, we'll be passing out cards and such. And I uh, just uh, generally would love to meet and talk with you all. Uh, who have listened to the show and who are fans of the show. So be on the lookout for us at both Anime Next coming up this June and PAX Unplugged coming up in November. I believe at the end of November, early December. Yes, something about the 30th through the 2nd or something like that. Make sure and get your tickets now. They're out now. Go buy your tickets. Go do it. Go do it. Also, while you're online getting your tickets, go buy and check out our show's Patreon. There you can find rewards for all levels that you feel like you can donate. And if you feel like you just can't afford to donate any, that's fine. Best thing that is always appreciated and always free is word of mouth. Tweet about us. Tweet about the show on Twitter. Like our stuff on Instagram. Uh, go find us on Facebook. Give us a review on iTunes. Any of that is always free and always appreciated, and we love you for it. Because we do this for you. We love sharing our stories with you, and we love being there in your daily commute or in your time when you just need to relax and just listen and have a good laugh. We do this for you. And now on to our Q Corner poll. The question we asked for our last Q Corner poll was which pole of the Outer Plains is your favorite? And we had 317 replies and it was kind of, it was pretty close, I guess, as far as, as far as the gap goes. Out in the lead, not by much, was Limbo, which represents the Chaotic Pole, with 99 votes. Trailing not too far behind was Elysium, the Good Pole, with 91 votes. And a little bit behind that was Hades, the Evil Pole, with 68 votes. And then in last, but not too far last, well, I guess, yeah, considering, Mechanus, the Lawful Pole, with 59 votes. I want to thank everyone who's been participating in our polls over the past few episodes. Uh, we, we really enjoy them. We hope you do too. And now for this episode's poll. We are going to be asking you guys about your character creation process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to know, because I, I am an actor and a writer, and I have directed a few things, and of course I'm producing this, I, so I have my own uh, takes on character character creation and the processes that people go through when doing that. But I want to know, I want to know when creating a character, from where do you mostly draw inspiration? Do you, do you get it from books and comics, movies and TV, video, board, or other tabletop role-playing games? Or do you get it from real people in real life? If you want to answer this poll, you can find it on Twitter. We'll also be putting it up on the Facebook page for the 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons unofficial uh, Facebook page, fan page. 
that they have up there. You can find that poll and respond to it. And it's easy. Just click, just click a little button. Share the poll with your friends. Find out where people are getting their inspiration from nowadays. Let's uh, let's figure that out. A little social experiment, as it were. Again, we want to uh, continue to thank you all for listening to our show, for sharing our show, and also I want to say. Uh, Thank you. Thank you so much uh, for the huge, wonderful, very receptive response we had to the uh, change switch to the new art and the new cover art and to all the character drawings. We we really appreciate uh, the response we got. It was very positive, very well received. The whole cast put a lot of work into that. We had them each contact Rob, the artist, and give their individual descriptions on what they wanted their characters to to look like and how they wanted their characters to be viewed by you, the listeners and the audience and anyone this show is exposed to. And I was a huge proponent of them being in charge of the creative process of their own characters. And I, I'm very happy. And I am extremely appreciative of the time they put in uh, and, 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 and the money as well that they helped put in to, uh, to get that commission done. And uh, Rob, we thank you. Man, it looks fantastic. We've gotten so many compliments on it. If you have not yet checked out the links in the description of the episode, please do that. Please go check out Rob's work. Tell him how awesome he is. Uh, commission art for, for your group or for your D&D character, for whatever you need. Check on his commissions. See if he's open for commissions. And if he is, message him about it. He does hell of a good job. And I believe he has a talent and you should go check it out. He's just the utmost pleasant person to work with in terms of this. Very, very understanding, very communicative, has a vision. Now, I just want to, again, leave off with uh, thank you guys for receiving the show and the art, uh, as well as you have. Uh, we are nearing our 10,000 uh, download and listen mark as I speak. We we had a huge jump. Uh, the art did a lot of good advertising for us, and we could use some help as well. If you have friends that you know are looking for a new show to listen to, just tell them about us. That's all. That's all we're asking. We would be ever in your debt if you if you help spread the word. And we love you as fans and listeners. And we will do our best to keep trying to improve and give you the best content that we can because it is your hobby and it is my hobby and it is it is our story and we we thank you so much for being a part of it and listening to us sit around be friends and have fun i'm gonna leave you now with a couple of couple of advertisements for a couple of new shows that have reached out to us to plug them and as always we don't mind sharing the word and getting the love out so uh we're gonna leave you with these two little promotional clips and we're gonna let you go so uh enjoy the rest of the episode bye-bye Hi, I'm Richard, the host and GM of the D20 Future Show. We play the tabletop role-playing game D20 Future and put it out as a show. And sometimes we're idiots. It's called role-playing. <laughs> it's called role-playing. <laughs> I haven't planned any of this now. This is all just me making it up as well. <laughs> I thought that you were in the police is going to make a huge difference. I just realised. You can find the D20 Future Show on all good and evil podcasting providers. And we've just started our superhero adventure. So there couldn't be a better time to start listening to the D20 Future Show. As you stop, see one of them go, and they all start, oh, no.
Damn, Shannon's about to Alfred Hitchcock us. You hear the sound of flapping wings as dozens you can see just through the bushes and through the trees. More uh, ravens are approaching. And you also hear a low growl of something much sinister. And something else. Another sound, too. You can all hear it, and it's angry, dangerous sounding. I need you all to roll initiative. This is just a taste of what D&D for D, a new Dungeons and Dragons podcast, has to offer. Get ready for a wild ride full of action, tender moments, and dick jokes. Want more? Check it out on iTunes or Google Play. That's D&D for D. This huge chamber is um. so are cannons even like a thing in? Okay, so like there's no, no frame of reference. There's no frame of reference. Oh, we no uh, hand cannons, pistols, aquaboussiers, as you will, blunderbusses. Yeah. Ah, uh, no. I would say I would say they're not even like. Well, if he's working with black powder, there are some people who are trying to like come up with sorts of things. Right, like, it's, it's, yeah. it's dangerous because we they, need to figure out how to build a box that's strong enough to hold an explosion without killing the guy holding the explosion. Yeah. Right? Like that, Exactly. That, right. right now, they're, they're, they're happy to just have a box that explodes, which is what he's good at. Right. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so this is a bomb. Uh... A very big it, would, bomb. it would be very, it'd be very counterproductive to build all of this just to build a big bomb. See, I don't think it's a bomb because if it's a bomb, this whole place ain't going nowhere because it, these walls. But it's shooting up. This right. whole, yeah, because this, that's where the direction has to go because all of this, this whole thing, the chains you walked in on, the chains holding it, all adamantine. I don't know where they got that much adamantine. So, is it like? Like a giant trebuchet. <laughs> black powder. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think that's thing. what we're going for. But so, so the chains are to reload. Very Wait, we need to get a feel interlude. of where we are right now. We're in the Death Star. Interlude from we're in the D and D Death Star. Yeah, essentially, yeah, because well, so, like there's a crack in the ceiling. I right? mean, yeah, no, it's it's open at the top. Mountain. No, no, no. So, so it's a volcano. Well, so right, we are. We are in Fuck Off Mountain. Mm-hmm. We're in a big lug nut in the middle of a, of an ancient dwarven something. Mm-hmm. In, in, inside, deep in the under deep of, of Fuck Off Mountain. Mm-hmm. We're in a giant hole in the middle of the big Fuck Off thing inside the great under deep of <laughs> Um It's open above us. Mm-hmm. And you can in, see the ceiling of the cavern. Right, the ceiling of the cavern. Mm-hmm. Pierre speaking, if this is a cannon, it better fucking shoot through a mountain. That doesn't seem likely. What the fuck is this? But there are also chains on the ceiling and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Who's to say that top of the mountain can't be like... Dude, I saw a flying ship. Anything's possible at this point. <laughs> a mountain appeared out of nowhere. Look, all I know is that, let's say, underneath this big thing, this shot, which I don't know if they if they even made more than one of. If underneath this is all just a big old bed of black powder underneath here, meant to shoot this motherfucker up into the sky, whether or not they move that ceiling and that, it, it ain't good. It, it, it ain't fucking gonna tell you what. But they, they can't move the ceiling, but they can move the thing itself. Wait, 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 wait. So you're suggesting that they would shoot this, this thing we're in? Yeah. Secured by adamantine chains. Yeah. Through a mountain. 
Nah, I think they move it, but I can't tell. I mean, I do see. So he tells you that during the day, <laughs> he has been able to see similarly six a star shape, uh, a star with six slight lines coming out of it, if you will, like filtering through the top of the cavern, which very thin lines of light, mind you, barely visible. He thinks that the whole top of the mountain can move or rotate or slide down. Connell just stares because, at Ron. Because, because he notices the smoke from the Forge District has been escaping through those lines. I wonder if you get your archery bonus firing this thing. Would you need a plus six to hit? And I'll tell you what. I think, I think these chains that attach you, I think that's to aim the motherfucker. I... Agree. <laughs> I just uh, stare insanely like, at Ron. Okay, wait, hold on a second. Wait. But the well is dry. Wait. So you can't cool that shit down anymore once it fires. So then you are just pretty much burning the entire city when that thing actually goes off. I mean, I wonder why there's no one here. And why there's remains of buildings. No, but the thing is, is that it's, it's, still it's already loaded. Yeah, oh, it's still loaded. And that's why they're all wearing fire-resistant stuff, so that the constructs aren't completely destroyed by the big explosion. And is that why the snake people are here? So they can be I mean, on fire and I mean, ascend to their god? I, I don't think it's that. Yeah. Aren't they religious, though? I mean, they are. It might be a bonus, but they, they clearly want to do something else. Maybe they want to be reborn. Like and Lilith have been discussing and they actually Azazel have called you over to them. Oh, don't mind the two lovers gossiping about secret things behind her backs. Well, why don't you make this? <clears throat> okay. We're Azazel. all adults here. <laughs> hey, Ron, everybody's whispering to each other. Azazel, Roland says to you, this is worse than we thought. We know the Wanti have been operating in the prime material plane for whatever reason, but this is another level. If this thing is a weapon that is as powerful as uh, the fire Ganassi says it is, the Sentinels need to secure this. Uh, we, we're gonna have to clear it out so that anyone in here doesn't know that we exist besides any points off at, you know, these four and Sunny, uh, besides these four, uh, so that the people who don't aren't on a need to know basis don't know. But after this, I'm gonna ask you since you're gonna be a kind of permanent field agent in this situation uh, to sort of head up that securing of this okay. because if the people in Baldur's Gate find out that they have this right next door that's gonna start a panic yeah Okay. Amongst other things. Amongst other things. Where are the bombs? How can we secure this and being discreet about it? I don't know. That's that's going to be up to us after we figure out why the Yanti are here, if they even know about this. I mean, if I Sonny mean, if said... if they're here, they're here for a reason. They're here for a reason. They yeah. know something's up. They mm -hmm. might not know exactly what it is, but they know something's up. Maybe yeah. they just live here. I don't think so. <laughs> so, but that's a thing for that's a thing for food for thought, and then and then they sort of break off from you. Right. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. So congratulations, you found the world's largest mortar. Uh, 
Well, like, also world's first, question mark? Also world's, for world's first, probably more. Our What's world's more? first. <laughs> Alright, so then I have to ask... Uh, Very so imprecise. Mm-hmm. Just like a tube that you... How can we safely disarm this? I don't know if there's a way unless you've got 500 other people with buckets. Because... The amount of black power that's down there, I mean, it's not even, like, I don't even think, I mean, look out oh, there. Wait a do, 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 do you see, do, do you see those, those fucking, those fucking, um, uh, what do you call, those fucking, like, tubes they got that lower down to drop? I mean, if you look at them, they're obviously designed to load powder in this thing. You just lift up the door, lower the thing, and there's gotta be a store of powder can, in there. Can there, can it be reversed? <laughs> do you have a match? Um, we have a spar. Well, one, do we know? What? One, one, do we know how much, if any, powder's already down there? Uh, no way to tell. I mean, without, if, without I mean, well, so like, so like, if someone was small enough, like they could like maybe climb th- because you can obviously look down. It's not one whole big ball of stuff, right? It's like chained together, like bits and pieces of building, boulders. There's like a statue fucking in there that was broken in half, and they just decided to tack it in there as part of like this crazy amalgamation that comprises one big ball of fuck. In the room we're in, or in, in the big in, open, in, in, in the chamber? In the chamber that we're in. In the muzzle. Because we're in it. Yeah, because right? you're, you're standing on the edge of the muzzle, yeah. Okay, hold on. So like, it only, <laughs> it's not so much a mortar as it is a, like a, a gas-propelled slingshot. Trebuchet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. In so far as a trebuchet is a slingshot. <laughs> Does it also happen to be a shotgun? Is the is is the bundle going to like fragment as it travels to its fucking destination? I mean, they seem to have larger pieces right directly underneath the chain to secure everything together. But undoubtedly, when you launch this thing off, there's going to be fragments. Wait, does this does the planetary model exist? I mean, I believe that some astronomers would be able to define heavenly bodies. Yeah, and do like calculus to do ICBM launch trajectories question mark so these formulas <laughs> that you found fuck is there any way to look at these numbers and figure out a critical distance or launch trajectory that they're trying to figure out yes does based on my knowledge of big mm-hmm. cities in the vicinity of Baldur's Gate and like more generally on the continent mm-hmm. Do any of them correspond? Not really. So they're just doing math to do fucking math. <laughs> no. It, so 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 you think that when this place was on the continent that it was on originally? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, it might have been for one of those cities. Does that distance correspond to anything on the mega continent, theoretical mega continent? So no, because there's way more powder that they've circled at the bottom. It's like the target number of weight of powder. There's way more of that than what would be required to reach any of those cities. These are really bad guys. They're really bad. They could, if, if their math is correct, and they're not crazy. Um, well, I mean, they're crazy, so if their math is correct. 
So is the rest of the goal here to like rescue everyone, mm-hmm. leave the mountain, mm-hmm. and report back to the people about this giant thing? Roland's like, we probably don't want to tell the people of Baldur's Gate about the giant thing. I mean, probably want to tell them that there was a rat infestation is best at this point. Um, rat we're, infestation. We're a little bit beholden to our guild, at least. The three of us, we are beholden to our guild. What guild is that? Yeah, what guild is that? The, the Nice Elman Club, yeah? Yeah. Okay, we'll figure that out. That's fine. Like we'll we're gonna we're, like I'm gonna go back to my boss Rita, who I have trouble like facing and standing straight already, and tell her, her the great the great seer of lies that you know we came into the big fuck off mountain that appeared out of nowhere and there were rats. Look, I'm a paladin. Okay, wow. I'm not very good at coming up with lies. Wait, okay. I got you. I got you here. Thank you, Azazel. Thank you, Azazel. Thank you, Azazel. Oh. So. You can tell them half truths. You don't have to. You don't have to lie to her necessarily, but you don't have to tell her the entire. Truth. How do you half lie about a cannon or a, a slingshot that See, could hit? A there was a lot of big things and a lot of changes. You could say. You could say. That we found more like the snake people. Yeah. So say you found more which, peoples. What do we do about the Yonti? Thank you. It is important. Most important that the Wanty do not get control of this. Because if they do, everyone's in fucking danger. If the people at Baldur's Gate find out about this, at best everyone except for Baldur's Gate is in danger because they could use this as leverage. And that could upset a balance that we've been working hard to keep. <laughs> so you're like the UN. Can I use my... Sanctions but and like you can't yeah. really tell them. Hey, listen, we got this huge fuck off thing that's gonna blow things into smithereens, right? Right. Because that's just gonna instill fear and also give your whatever guild magic. Because I mean, like, because I mean, you don't you don't want to talk about fire and fury in a political situation. So, exactly. Just look. Let's let's understand that we're talking about something unprecedented. Period. Mm-hmm. Using explosive material to launch something precisely like I once saw my neighbor's uh, outhouse go up that shit didn't go anywhere precisely (laughs) what the fuck is this about (laughs) the notion that cannons don't exist in any even theoretical way like you tell you you tell heads of state that there's a big fuck off thing in some big fuck off mountain that can destroy you here from another continent they have no frame of reference to understand that. They can understand some guy with the, like the uh, like all the furies of arcane magic casting yeah. like level a billion fireballs, sure. But like, okay, so some dwarves did some math like a billion billion years ago, and they're gonna launch a ball of like duct taped statues in pavement. <laughs> trouble believing this right now unless they tested this and you how how could they have tested this without anyone Runt. knowing even a little bit about what this shit is Runt. a couple of minutes ago you denied my theory of the mountain opening up anything is possible it's a volcano you can aim also hey. this, this mountain appeared recently mm-hmm. therefore 
How, how can you deny the fact that it? I do not do deny that we live in a world of magic, but this appears to be an entirely mundane means, oh, well, an so entirely now, mechanical means. So now my question, wait, it's, yeah, that's right. I forgot that the mountain just appeared, but this this civilization or whatever has been here for forever. So what's the connection with that? Like, what, if this thing's been here forever, why did the mountain appear? Because it's a fuck off mountain. <laughs> why why like, now? Um, yeah. Well, so. Assuming that there is magic great enough to lift a mountain out of the ground, um, perhaps Levitation before rocks. this this uh, installation, we'll call it, that was much further in the ground yes. and needed to be brought closer to the surface. Or maybe they just moved this mountain around because that's how it moves. Like This is Pierce speaking, like Big O moves in the subways underneath that electric city that he lives yeah. in. Um, My only question here is why is there no water? Because it's a mountain that moves. Yes, there's a hollow surrounding, like a moat, around this huge fucking cylindrical thing. You can notice there are aqueducts. And there are aqueducts, but there is no water. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because it's a mountain that moves. Yes, but again, if it was underground, (laughs) right, for a while, where the fuck did that water go? Wait, is everything dry, or is everything, like, dry? I mean, this mountain's been here for a few years. This mountain? Yeah, a few years. Um, what that say? What, how long did I say this mountain appeared? Dry I remember. The spell plague can't... happened, and the mountain appeared. That's what happened. The spell plague. Right. Yay, Metaplot. Yay. Yay. <laughs> um, so, look, look. This is the only time. No, it's fair. It's fair. I'm keeping it in. This is the only time I'm delving into that, really. And if there are only frame of reference for the meta plot is the spell plague. I, I will That's consider fine. it. And we're dealing with the Forgotten Realms, I will consider it a success. That's the only frame of reference we get. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We um, want to not have to care. Okay. So sensing the favorite enemies, where are the Wanti now? The human Wanti? They're still northeast of you now, or west of you now. Northwest. Um, but yeah, so like, if we told anyone, mm-hmm. they wouldn't believe us. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So I don't know if they would or would not. It's completely up to the person. Well, I mean, I, mean, I grew up in a cult. The the leaders of what? Grew up in cult? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark for the people can believe anything, all right? Well, yeah, with enough with enough religious weight behind it, but we're just some fucks that came out of a mountain that we that people in town actually right, right. The the people in town are afraid of this. The people in charge of Baldur's Gate want to know what's going on here, and so even if we come back out, unless we. I mean, my argument is just that there's, like, the scale of what this is and the fact that our current civilization has nothing like it. But if you fired it without opening the tunnel... Then we would all die. One, we would all die. Two, large pieces of mountain would go places. Yeah. Including Baldur's Gate. I'm pretty sure we would all die. Well, I'm... I'm I'm not saying, you know, stand in the middle of it while it goes off. No, 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 no. I'm ready. Um, so how far away would you like us to be? And can we light it at that far away? In, uh, inside hell is just like an, uh, an, an enormous Rube Goldberg machine. <laughs> He's seeing the rock. <laughs> Hairball. Oh, God. No. Oh, yeah. No. The rock, yeah. No. Oh, 
trying to magical rock. Magical rock, neck necklace pendant thing. Um, which way is your is the front of your body facing? Let's just say direction of the room. It doesn't matter. West. So you feel like it's dangling a bit over towards your right boob. It's chafing my right boob. It's chasing your right boob. His, his right boob. His right. Okay, boob. so I'll take it out and actually let it dangle free. It dangles free off in the direction northwards, directly northwards. Directly north. Directly north. Where that light is? The light is in the northwest. Oh, okay. Directly right, north. So it's directly north, and directly north of us is the palace. Ooh. Or so Hero has labeled on the map, yes. I just opened my notebook, and all I see is that fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I still have no significance for what that is. Mm-hmm. Um... Okay, so this has all been fascinating and terrifying. But now I wish I could get everyone else. Yeah, this doesn't really have too much bearing on what we still need to do here, which is recover the rest of the expedition, uh, if they can be recovered. I really don't know what to do about poor guy in fuck off west. Poso? Is there what the Yanti are? No, uh, where the ghouls are. Yeah, they're dead. Um, I mean, like, I would... Do we know how many there are? Um, or are there just like an immeasurable number of them? No, Sonny has said, uh, Sonny tells you he's noticed about three ghasts that lead a party of seven ghouls. Three and seven. Mm-hmm. And, <coughs> and they are in such a way that something seems to be controlling all of them. Like, they're, like the ghasts are heading the ghouls, but the ghasts are making decisions that... Ghasts wouldn't be able to. Yeah, that Sonny has not seen. Wow. I mean, he's kind of an adventurer, in a way. Um, I mean, just, do we deal with that before going north? Do we go north and try and get the, and if, if we can, find the general and the bodyguard, and hopefully have more hands to fight fuck-off things? Yeah, can you Sonny tells explosives? you that, as soon as you bring up the general and the bodyguard, Sonny tells you that when he got into the fortress, he began watching outside to try and figure out where the bodyguard and the general went. Yeah. He said that Thatch got captured by the, the snake people and their constructs, but the general and the bodyguard, he saw them run eastward when he saw that the snake people and their and their constructs came from the... Of course, oh, because yes. people can't run in the same direction. That would be easy for us. Not everybody learned from the Prometheus school of running. <laughs> so, east of us is America. No, is the arena. <laughs> West of us is Dead Town. Now no longer relevant. North of us is a palace. Mm-hmm. Um, also, northwest of us are some some Wanti, Yanti, uh, that we definitely are not currently prepared to deal with at the moment. There are at least eighty of them, fuckers, over there. It's probably now like midnight, by the way, ish um, or so, in terms of. Well, we could time. we could sleep. Yeah. There, we'd be safe. Sonny, Sonny's like, I mean, this place, so I could lock it down, no one get in, you know? I mean, no one kind of even knows I'm here. So was it fine. unlocked when you got here? I mean, the doors were open, and then I kind of just closed them myself and bought them up, you know? Okay. Were we racing against 10? I've been saying that, but you don't have to agree. Yeah, I mean, it's the, the longer we wait, the 
greater chance there is that I only have one die. lucky roll left. I wouldn't mind a long rest. So, like, one, the longer we wait, the more likely it is someone we want to save will die. Two, the longer we wait, the more likely it is that Devante will accomplish whatever the fuck it is they're trying to do here. Can you relay any of this to the guys back at the exit? Like, can we use... Is there any way we could see through... The little light thing. Mirror thing. Just, like, let them know the situation. Yeah, you can relay it. Oh, we have Pickles with us, don't we? Yeah, you do have Pickles. Pickles thinks all of this is cool. (laughs) (laughs) Like, after a short rest, I'm actually, like, perfectly good to go, because Fighter is fucking broken. Mm Mm-hmm. So. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, but you could recover superiority die. I have have everything back. Oh. Oh, that's fucked. Wow. Um, Well, actually, no, the superiority dice might take a long rest. I'm so sorry, it's not filled with the Can I see the PHP? No. Yeah, um... This is one, right? Yes, it is. Hey. Um, so, possibly superiority dice for you, spell slots for you, spell slots for you. Hit dice for anyone that used them. My lucky. Uh, a use of healing draft for anyone who has had it already today. <laughs> you regain all of your expended superiority dice when you finish a short or long rest. That's fucked! Short. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. You're but, set to go. But you guys need spell slots back. Yes. You need hit dice back. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm good right now. I, I still have 52 fucking health points. So, um, I'm pretty yeah, decent. So that dwindles pretty fast, Wait, what's though, and you have, like, so crossbows. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll help stand guard, then. I mean, not that we really need it, but... Yeah, not pickles. crossbow damage. Yeah. I got, like, burning damage. You can look out and, like, look at the window, survey everything. Actually, I want to uh, work up some kind of, like, harness so I can have the crossbow, like, fire it and then just drop it. <laughs> <laughs> and without losing it, interrupt. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, fair, fair awesome. enough. There's stuff there. Hello, farting. All right, hello, Blunt. <laughs> Let's talk about this. I have scraps. Yes, you may. We'll even we'll even cover up the parts that'll dangle near your spikes with something that so they don't get cut. Actually, we might we might consider some sort of like chain if we can figure out how to. We're surrounded Smith by chain. chain. Yeah, yeah, right. Silently, Smith chain. Hey, you got smithing like stuff all around them. Oh, so we would yeah. steal chain. So, what do you do? Uh, apparently, people are taking naps right. in this lug nut that has no beds. Okay. Gunpowder is pretty uh, Soft, cozy. Right? We have bed rolls. I, I I wonder if you like blowing up in the middle of the night. <laughs> so, you guys take your long rest. I get my spell stuff back. How you said you're keeping watch? Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I can as well, so you don't have to do it the whole time. Okay. Is there, is there anything that we can like make with the alchemical supplies that they have here? I so mean, do they have alchemical supplies that can make anything that isn't gunpowder? <laughs> no, essentially not. Okay, um, never mind. Like, it seems to be dedicated directly to that. Okay, so yeah, I'll just watch. Well, like, what do you want? I, I, well, that's the thing is, I don't know, because potions require herbalism, so, like, what the fuck good is alchemy? Mm. <laughs> just talk to me. No, right, it's just what like... What do you want? Oh, you're looking for, for well, something for me to drink. Yeah, and, and um, also, like, I, I needed an artisan tool, so I took alchemy set, and there's fuck all I can do with it. <laughs> Wait, so. yeah, give me that. <laughs> So how? Yeah, theories. Alexa, during your watch, which face or corner of the of the big giant cannon fortress are you looking out of? How long does it take to make a circuit of it? Um, let me see. It's seven hundred feet wide. 
you're walking around slowly or like at a normal pace. Can I borrow the spyglass? Oh yeah, please. Have okay, you yeah. told us that it took Sunny roughly 15 minutes to go peek at a different direction and come back? So about and seven. Back. So about seven minutes per. So yeah. I'll, I'll do that. that. What I'll do is I'll I'll maybe camp around. How many sides are there? Six. There are six. six. Okay. So yeah. So then I'll spend about. 15 minutes at each side and just do that for you know a couple of hours and you know take a look out at, at some point i'm probably gonna have to go to sleep but the the thing that is rhythmically droning into your head is the banging can i tell what direction that's coming from that's coming from the northwest can i get a, you know a look with the spyglass unfortunately no you can see that there's flaring up of the red glow is coming from that direction, but the wall is designed, if you can see this wall here, mm -hmm. the cavern chamber uh, wall is designed, not purposefully, for just that you can't get real good Got peak. You. When you're at one of the corners, you can kind of tell there seems to be like this flow of, of melted liquid, like this channel, but you can only see the end of it going into like this structure of sorts. Do I notice anything happening around the area? Like, are the... Um, you can see you you can see small figures moving about, and with the spyglass, you can tell some of them uh, a small number of them are constructs. Some of them are uh, more human like like humanoid standard normal looking people could could not be wanty. You can't the right, right. The, the resolution through the spyglass at the distance is hard. You can see some like obviously snaky people slithering about with human upper torsos and such on Medusa-like things. So th that's so the auntie, I can assume at least... You can are, tell are they're there. Yeah, and okay. you can see the constructs as well marching about. But there's a small number. It's not like I'm seeing lots of the constructs coming out of that area. Exactly. exactly. Interesting. So they might not be making the constructs there, they might be making something else. They could still be making uh, constructs. You can't. You can only see a very small portion. Right. right. And then, when you make you make these rounds, while you're at the southeast, the southern face, back towards the entrance that you came in to like look and make sure like no one's trying to sneak up on your pals. They're camping over there. Something peculiar happens, and it's weird. You hear the hammering, that rhythmic thing that you've been hearing all night. You hear it stop. Mm, okay. Um, and. Uh, so I can't see anything happening at the face where I'm at right now. Like, everything seems to be fairly normal. There's yeah, no... everything seems to be fairly normal. Okay, I'll actually run and grab Ront. Mm -hmm. Yo! Uh, the, the hammering stopped. I heard. Mm -hmm. Come on. Uh, where, where are we going? To, okay. to the, the, what was it, the north? The, the, the north face. Let's call it the north oh, face. So we're just going to the north face. I thought you were dragging me outside. Holy shit. <laughs> Also, like, PHB literally has no purpose for the alchemist class. None. Zero. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. <laughs> they, don't, they don't show up in the index. They're nothing. There's no point in them being here. They cost 50 gold. <laughs> they do nothing. Okay, so. <laughs> it was a plain decision. Okay, so we go there and, you know, like, we'll pass the spyglass back and forth. Yeah. Look at those snake people. You can see the snake people now that the hammering has stopped. The constructs and the snake people are now sort of clearing away from the area that you can see, moving what seems like further deep into uh, this cavern, as it were. Uh, something's good. Something is not. Something that is not good is happening right. at this moment. How how far are we into the long rest? 
you guys are kind of about, I would say, halfway. If he's up and you're up, it's about halfway. Okay, so if we go got these guys, we yeah, got everyone. It's about four in the morning. They wouldn't get there. They wouldn't get there. So, but if we went, you went. I mean, the pickles is still here, right? Scouting expedition. We could we could leave pickles. Pickles. We'll leave pickles and go. Me with my scale mail. <laughs> I'm not remember saying we don't. You remember that time you told me about that book? <laughs> about sneaking? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give him the same advice. It does nothing, but... <laughs> so, so, so as you guys are, like, peering and, like, sort of trying to observe, you notice that there are constructs, construct guards, at the entrances to the sort of northern area of the chasm. You can get to the northern area of the chasm easily by just going through the, the fortress, but because it's designed as a fortress, the doors probably thought, oh, this will be secure. No one's going to like just use this to walk on through our defenses because everything else is very heavily defended. And so there are constructs looking out over like the, the temple area and over the area where all these buildings are in the arena is. But no one seems to be on the palace walls necessarily or even necessarily guarding the the pathway that leads into the forge area so you think you might could with a modicum of luck get there undetected let's go for it why are we like this i because i have a wisdom of eight i have a wisdom of not eight and i'm still like this what's my excuse Intelligence yeah, fuck it. Um, I'll, I'll write sure. a note. Yeah. Gone fishing. <laughs> Gone fishing. Mm-hmm. Um, Fair enough. We went, we went north to investigate uh, whatever happened when the hammering stopped. Oh, BTW, the hammering stopped. <laughs> uh, toodles, XOXO, Gossip Girl. Got it. <laughs> <laughs>